going to the Popcorn Junkies. Promising young woman. Are you a promising young woman? I probably was at some point. <laughs> <laughs> a promising young woman. I probably lost all promise now. Promising Young Woman is the new film, well, the first feature film from Emerald Fennell, um, who uh, is a director, actress, producer. She wrote, produced and directed this film. It's her first film, Wow, coming straight out the gate. Wrote, produced and directed. And, directed. and uh, it stars Kerry Mulligan, who's been nominated for Best Actress. It's been nominated for Best Picture. I mean, wow, talk about coming out the gate. Eh? She's a, I think she's a school friend of Phoebe Waller-Bridges, who made uh, Killing Eve. Um, and I believe she's a co-writer, she directed the second season, so she's got some the pretty friends off. in some pretty high yeah. places. Um, but that doesn't diminish from the fact that this, you know, this is quite an accomplishment to get this film made. Um, it was shot in 21 days. Yeah, as I say, it stars Kerry Mulligan. It also stars, interestingly, Bo Burnham, who, if you don't know who Bo Burnham is, Bo Burnham is a, uh, a YouTuber, what well, was a YouTuber, um, but a very successful YouTuber, but he also went on to direct Eighth Grade, which was both one of mine and our family's favourite films. He wrote and directed yeah. Eighth Grade, yeah, which is kind of curious. Like he said, when we, we saw him talk and he said, wow, yeah, 27, 28-year-old man writes a film about an Eighth Grade girl. Strange. Mind you, I suppose if he'd been a YouTuber for yeah. a long time, he would have got seen, Absolutely. got into the minds of a lot of young people. Absolutely. Um, uh, and we mustn't forget, of course, Emerald Fennell has also been nominated for Best Director. So, I mean, you know, it's a God. huge, huge number. And, and so, therefore, it's an incredibly important film on so many levels. Um, it's, it's described, in terms of its genre, as a comedy thriller. Um, and I think, in order to get the comedy element of it. Mm, you have I wouldn't to, describe it as a no, comedy thriller it as at all. Yeah. That would give you totally exactly. the wrong steer. It is, it's a thriller, but some of the characters have great wit, but yeah. it's not a comedy. No, no, no. I mean, I suppose if you're at a stretch, you're thinking of it as a comedy in the same way that Killing Eve was dark and a comedy. This mm. is a very dark. Yeah, but film. you wouldn't call Killing Eve a comedy not thriller. really, no, no, no. It's sort of a twisted... But we laughed. Yeah, we, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we laughed and we gasped. So essentially, it's a revenge thriller. And what's curious about this film is that Carrie Mulligan, interestingly, her character, isn't the woman to whom something has happened. And I love that yeah. premise. It's so that. smart. Why, why did you love that? I mean, it's essentially, it's a revenge thriller against men, but she's doing it on behalf of her best friend. Of her best friend. And because I think it shows how a crime like this impacts everybody and it shows us that writ large doesn't it yeah it really does oh my god this this film was was I, I, at the beginning of it i didn't know if i was going to be able to watch it yeah all the way through because you, you do spend a lot of time sort of pulling away and like squinting one eye at the horror the horror of well Men. the multiple situations that she's in and then and actually a friend of mine who we often share share actually the same taste in, in, in films. I said to her that I was going to be watching it that night. And she said, oh, no, I, I couldn't finish it because it was so one note with on men, you know. Right, anti-men. Anti-men. And, and, yeah, but it's showing us one kind, a kind of man. Well, yeah. multiple kinds of men, actually. Yeah. Actually. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, it, le it leaves no man in a... I mean, there's no man in this film that isn't on some level deeply suspect or damaged in their attitude to women or what they allow to happen to women. I mean, it was curious because we watched it as a family and there was an element to this film. I mean, it starts very quickly with a scene in which, and what happens, the pattern across the film is that Kerry Mulligan's character 
essentially fangs being drunk in many different scenarios to essentially uh, sort of honey trap almost Mm. these men and at a point where they're crossing a certain boundary of you know permission or not or compliance or not to to have sex with her or be sexual with her she snaps into sobriety and confronts them with their behavior and just that in itself as a little kind of concept is incredibly rich and challenging oh my god it was so empowering as a woman watching that each time yeah and and she's got this little book Mm. that she's marking down and she she has five little marks and then she has a red mark doesn't she and i think we're supposed to believe that in that red mark she actually murders so for every four she murders one did you is that what you thought i don't know what i read into the red mark. i thought i read into the red mark that she let them go no because there would have been a trail of destruction behind her and there wasn't anyone chasing her i didn't believe that because we have that one scene where she's the first guy and she's walking down the street the next morning isn't she and she's got this drip down her leg of what looks like blood right and you think she's blood splattered yes but then it, the camera moves up and she's holding a hot dog yeah. with ketchup and i think it is playing with us oh, right. on what we think might have happened i just thought it's the ketchup because why would we have four black lines and then one red mm. i think Every so often she killed somebody. That's what my understanding of it right. was. Um, and it would just depend. She would make her decision there, there and then and whether she would let them oh, go right. or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I've... God, is that interesting? You didn't think... So what was the red mark? I don't know. I, can, I, can, I, I didn't know whether the red mark was where she felt a moment of compassion for the bloke. Ooh, or actually no. <laughs> didn't, didn't feel that the bloke had crossed a certain line or, or something like that. I mean... I, that's so interesting, isn't it? Because, God, um, tell us below what you thought, if you thought she I mean, was one, killing something. One of something. the things about it, stylistically, and in terms of it, Lots is of it, what, where it is really challenging, and I think where people might find it a bit kind of uncomfortable or difficult to watch is, it's incredibly self-conscious in the way that it's filmed, in the way that it's framed, in the way that it's shot. I mean, I don't know if you know, it's all of the shots beautifully symmetrical, incredibly considered, and sometimes that level of sort of pre-thought and thinking in set design, colour design, you know, pastel colours, baby, you know, pop, bubblegum pink, and all that kind of stuff but these beautifully sort of you know so the first shot of her sort of on the on the sort of banquet if you like in the nightclub where she's lying sort of sitting mm. there uh, incredibly symmetrical and and, and so you've got, i didn't notice that i knew got, i knew i loved looking yeah. at it but i didn't know why that's your direct stylized. design but sometimes that sort of a level of stylization can really interfere with it so yeah some people won't like that style no. but i liked the almost caricatured mm sense to it I, yeah. I liked that it was sort of larger than life mm. I didn't know like I had to find my footing with it to begin with and it's your mum said at one point didn't she she said oh it's very odd yeah it disorientated yeah, you yeah, a my bit found the rhythm was very odd I don't know what she meant it was sort of yeah. rhythmically you didn't quite know where you were going <laughs> yeah. but I quite liked that as that went on that was kind of mm. the feeling that you had about everything because it was making you question everything because she does some very dark things mm. And what I found interesting as as a woman was how I started to judge her. Mm. I was judging her, the victim of what had happened mm. in the way that society ends up saying, wow, you know, oh, I mean, was that a bit too much? I mean, was she a bit too cruel? I mean, yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, you know, did the guy, was he really going to? And I found yeah. myself doing that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know, I mean, it, it is relentlessly challenging as a man to watch. I mean, it's interesting to watch it as a man because, of and course... As a woman. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And But, I mean, in terms of it forces you as a male viewer to think about your every single interaction with women that you've ever had. 
it forces you to ask unsettling questions about you know when you get drunk when other people have got drunk how you are you know because so much kind of flirtation and meeting with people happens in a drunken state and this film goes to the heart of that i mean this is a film that pivots around the vulnerability that comes with not being sober in many regards both as a woman but also where that takes you as a man and where is this the real man and i think it's a really interesting film about what's a real man what really what kind of man are you because there's a lot of men in this film that end up saying, I'm a nice man. But I'm a nice man. But I'm a nice man. No, no, man. but I'm a nice one. Yeah, I know. And they genuinely believe it, and mm. I think she got that across to us Very so clever. well. Yeah. Um, now, of course, she has a... So, you've got... Not surprisingly, she ensnares, you see lots of these situations, it sort of builds. No, just... Oh, God, and then, so and then, and then she watch. sort of puts a pause to the kind of... If you saw it as her killing. It's interesting that I didn't follow through on that question on what the red marks were. I didn't. I saw it, and I thought, I didn't... I don't know why, but again, I suppose the nice thing about this film is I, don't think that I was thinking, have well, but literally or... she'd have had detectives chasing her, but it's not a literal film in many regards. It, and yet no. it is. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it is. And like she said, oh, there's other girls out here and yeah. they carry scissors. Yeah, yeah. Now, is that not her? Mm. So she was just confusing the guy. Mm. Does she not carry scissors sometimes and cut their penis off? Absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 and then really, I must ask the girls if they yeah, thought that. Yeah, a really mm. clever detail then in this film is Bo Burnham. And what did you think of Bo Burnham? I'm, when they fell at, in, yeah. I'm obsessed. I will watch everything he's in. <laughs> he's he absolutely is brilliant. an absolute natural. Yeah. Um, he's he's sort of odd and geeky and goofy looking, yeah. isn't he? You do fall a bit in love with you him because he has him. everything Tom, that you want, that kindness. charm, but that confidence, but that vulnerability. Mm. He, for me, he was the absolute, of course, Kerry Mulligan is utterly brilliant, but yeah. he was a star. Well, I think really we'll, we'll talk about Kerry's performance because it was so layered a performance. Yeah. But I mean, I do think Bo Burnham played it, played it absolutely brilliantly. And, um, you know, what a talent. He, he, for me, there was a bit of Matthew Modine in there. He was almost a bit Jimmy Stewart. There was a real, you know, he's just sort of, he was floppy, he was funny, he was lovely. But what fantastic direction Brilliant to get direction. those relationships. I mean, I, mean I know we feel a bit that. like, oh, come on, yeah. you know, check like Emerald Funnel, <laughs> like, Fennel, yeah. really posh, where's she got the money to do this yeah. film? Is it just got loads of friends? But you cannot deny oh, no, the absolute talent. And I'm sorry, Mark, but I just want to spool back a bit. You're saying this film was made in 21 days? They shot at 21 From a days. director's perspective, what does that actually mean? It's remarkable. It's remarkable. It's a remarkable, remarkable turnaround, especially for... And that's where, especially for the extent to which Kerry Mulligan got into this part. Well, that's the other thing. You've got no star behaviour if no. you're shooting a movie in 21 days. You've got people Absolutely. committed. You've got people... So that's the other thing. She's obviously a brilliant people mm. person and she's brought a group of people mm. together. I mean, if you, unpack, if you actually unpack the what you're looking at on screen, it's not actually a very complicated movie at all. Mm. It's She's done some very clever production design. She's got a very clear style and feel to mm. it. She's gone for an incredibly religiously strict shooting style, which is this symmetrical, very composed, very stylized, quite measured. Everyone's movement is incredibly slow. All that kind of stuff. So it gives a sense of it being slightly... It, I mean, it's a bit hallucinogenic. It's a yeah, bit dreamlike. It's a bit like But not too. Don't, no. don't let that take you off. Not, no, not, no, 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 not, not in an extreme way. But at times I was getting, I was, and I mentioned this whilst we were watching, I was getting real Clockwork Orange vibes because Clockwork Orange is really interesting about violence and about random violence and about the way in which we deal with violence. And this is a film in which the main character, the woman, is violent. In but we never way. see a we never moment see of it. We never see it, but it's all about male violence. Yes. 
And you never actually see male violence either. But we are left judging her violence. I know. And we don't even see it. No, exactly. It's why it's so Now, the film's, the film's coming for a lot of stick because there's this one moment where there's one scene where some reviewers have not known how to deal with it, where Ooh. she essentially, uh, you know, essentially she picks up a daughter, a girl yeah. at the school. Brilliant. Who's the daughter of the principal who, and the principal has Still allowed, who has yeah. sanctioned sort of like abuse you know, rape. Well, hadn't dealt with the rape yeah. of her friend. Yeah. Well, Carrie Mulligan's character essentially kidnaps her daughter uh, like a predatory paedophile. But again, in a very nice way. The yeah. girl isn't actually traumatised. No, and isn't in danger. At all. But there's a scene where she then presents this fate accompli to the principal of the college where she suggests that, that she's she dropped her daughter in a room with men just like... But think about us all watching it last night and we had from ages 75 yeah, yeah. down to 14 and we, everyone was saying, oh, that, that's a bit much though, isn't it? I mean, she's gone to the next level. Mm. Let's just remember what happened to her friend. Yeah, exactly. And, and we, but it's like, oh no, there's a line. Now this woman is a bit too angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I don't actually think yeah. that there's... There's a, there's a point at which you have to stop your anger with what had yeah. happened to her and to her friend. And what so was, yeah. I, I loved I loved the way she she is so brilliant the way she made us question our own our own train of thought and make us see our own the way that we've been manipulated. You know, mm. it was like it was like it reminded me actually of when Maddie was talking about that's so our eldest daughter was talking about on a, we do a podcast. And we were talking recently on our podcast about um, about you know abuse and men's behaviour to young girls, yeah. and our daughter was telling us about a couple of incidents that she's had one at a bus stop and one somewhere else, and without even thinking about it, she felt she needed to explain what she was wearing, mm. and mm. I just can't get over that because. We haven't brought her up that way, but it's like she's so conditioned to think like that. And I was wearing a top and I was wearing jeans and mm. I wasn't wearing this and I wasn't wearing that. None of this matters. Mm. If you are in the presence of a man that doesn't see any, just sees no boundaries as to what he wants to do, well, then you are a victim. Mm. You, you know, you, you're, you're vulnerable and can be a victim of his. I thought what was really clever about it was all the men, even the men in the honey trap scenarios, had something very nice about them. I thought yes. what was really clever about yes. it as a film was that I, as a man, and I could feel it also in, in the room with you women, we were all wanting to find the nice man in the film. There was only one that was one wholeheartedly vile, which was the friend. Yeah, and there was only one that was wholeheartedly nice within the context of the film, the dad. <sighs> The wonderful relationship between Kerry Mulligan oh and her father. Oh my God, the relationship. Tragically with sad. Dad. Yeah, there was a sort of dis that distance where he. Oh my God, I felt I felt so many conflicting emotions there where I wanted a connection between the two. I was a parent. Of them. I mm. was a daughter. I was a wife. I I went through every single yeah. part of me as a woman. That's yeah. what this film did. Yeah. Touched every part of me as a woman. It, it is. I think it's a work of genius. It is a work of genius. It's like a shiny bauble, quite literally a shiny bauble. But. The most crucifyingly disappointing development in the film for me, and this is a huge spoiler, is the turnaround on the Bo Burnham character. Now, I felt that this was, there wasn't an inevitability about it. It doesn't matter that there was an inevitability about, about it, in a sense, for me. I just desperately didn't want it to happen. Of course we didn't. And when but does... why he was, it was so important, mm. so, so important, is because... With all the campaigns that are going back mm. around at the moment, reclaim the streets, all Absolutely. of this, we need 
the bystanders to say something. Yeah. And he was a bystander. Absolutely. He was culpable because mm. he stood there and he wanted to be in with the guys. Mm. He'd probably been, as a younger boy at school, he probably hadn't been in with the in crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this was a way, well, just turn your eye away, just, yeah. just... And that, for oh. me... That... I, I, there was one bit that I didn't like when he turned on her because yes. I didn't think that... I think if we hadn't had that one yeah. line, yeah. it would have been perfect. And incredibly, again, full tribute to Bo Burnham for playing it like that. Now, now, you know, so his character turns, and we have this moment where essentially, you know, he was the one, like you said, what is it, bad things are done by men who say nothing, you know? No, but... Um, bad things are done when good men and women stand, stand by, and, by say and, and say nothing. And it reminded me, we talked about this after the film, it reminded me of the incredibly important discussions that were had around the Jodie Foster film in the 80s called The Accused, which I'd forgotten, although we all remember it was, it was notable because it had an explicit rape scene in it. Um, and how that was covered was it made the news. But it was a story, the film, you know, pivots around the guy who watched, the people who watched it yeah. happen and did nothing. I don't didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't remember that detail, but it was crucial. My mum reminded me of that. It was traumatised for years after Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think this is a... And what's interesting about this film is, is you again, you don't actually... So it's it takes you right to the edge mm. of what you don't want to see without really seeing it kind of seen it and she doesn't show it that's yes. what's so clever what's about so clever it about there's it. no sex there's no, no violence no. there's no blood no and yet you feel like you've been through all of all that right. you've experienced like i went up to bed and i didn't know what to do yeah. in myself I so was... let, let's just scroll back for a moment so carrie mulligan Oh my God. There was two moments for me. I don't know what you thought of these. There was one moment when she was in with the principal and she was talking about her friend and she was essentially kind of, you know, telling her she hijacked her daughter and her daughter was as vulnerable as, as, as her, her best friend. friend had been. She gave the everyone a she chance. Changed. She gave everyone a chance. She gave everyone a chance. Everyone a chance. Because you can either see her as brutal, sociopathic. She's called a sociopath, isn't she, by a couple of characters which in the film? Not. Which she's not. She's angry. She's heartbroken. She's heartbroken. She's absolutely Nobody plays sadness like Carrie does. And I mm. worry for her as an actress because she's not playing it. She's completely in it. And I right. think maybe partly why that took 21 days, that film is she probably couldn't do more than 21 days. I think <laughs> she was that. She had 100% inhabited her character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was that for however many days well, before and yeah. after. You... you there was no masks. She no. was just telling the truth the whole mm. way through, and that's why she broke all of our hearts. But in a weird way, that might have been why it worked so well. I think they just yeah. ran at it, and they yeah. just were in it. I think, it might... they, I, I think they probably did it in sequence, sequentially yes. as yes. well, because often films are shot out yeah, of sequence. Yeah. But I feel like it was almost shot like a play yeah. then. Yeah, it went through the whole But story. you're right, if I think of her in Wildfire, and I think of her in The Deep, yeah. and, you know, she's yeah. in the deep, and she, you know, she won a, a Spirit Awards last night for Best Actress in this. It's another award ceremony in America. She dedicated it to the memory of Helen McCrory, uh, an actress that she says she just takes so much from. I mean, it was such a raw, and this mm. is this she's, this. she's paying a price for yes. what she gives us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we like have Helen, to appreciate that. She gets completely mm. absorbed by the character, and and you know, to 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 play a character like that. I mean, just to watch it as a woman, just to watch it, is. It, 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 it's, it's grueling mm. because you are questioning, you know, mostly for me when I was questioning her, I wanted to slap myself around the face and say, mm. what the hell are you doing? Mm. But then, but then she was empowering. I felt, I felt empowered also by her character and also reminded of the situations mm. that I've been in, the situations I missed, the situations our daughters could find themselves mm. in 
or just miss mm. by the luck of God, you know. And I think we all went to bed last night feeling a little unstable I with ourselves. I thought I did a ring wreck as a father. <laughs> he actually got up afterwards and he said to the girls, I really apologise. I, I apologise for being... Oh, Dad, they were irritated by yeah. you. He went, all men. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt genuinely apologetic. I mean, the film builds to, the, builds to the most moving, sacrificial, self-sacrificial moment. And I'll be interested to know what you, how you read that final scene. She, I mean, I clearly read it as her offering herself up for that to happen. I mean, I think, I think that was the intention because I think she had no. When when she says earlier on, I fooled myself for a minute that it would be okay. I mm. think she was always going to die. Mm. I think she couldn't bear this. And that, that moment where... because you don't actually know what happens to her friend, no. but you assume that she's killed herself. Mm. And I think that she just. She knew she was never going to get over it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And that, that little, she has a soliloquy or a, a, a sort of monologue with the guy that she's strapped to the bed at the end. And when she talks about her friend, I mean, that was the moment that cut us all. We were all cut, absolutely. We it's a deeply emotional film. I mean, you know, there's a danger that something like this, and this is where it's very unlike something like Clockwork Orange, which for me was, is one of the problems with a film like that, dealing with these sort of subjects of violence, you know, and in that it's not genderfied. Well, it is in certain scenes, but there's no emotional content. This is an incredibly emotional film. It's mm. incredibly powerful and challenging. And I, I would argue that it's precisely how discomforting it is. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, that's probably because it's absolutely doing what it should do to you. Absolutely. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I doff my hat to the brilliance of the of the director-writer yeah. that she left it really all to our own minds. Mm. And, and, you know, if only more directors and more um, writers could take a leaf out of that book, we don't have to see gratuitous well, she, violence and rape. We don't have to well, see it. Well, interestingly, this director has pulled off in that scene with the principal, the horror of what you realise she might have done as the director very cleverly takes yeah. you. You don't know for a minute there yeah. whether but she's actually done yeah. this. But what she achieves there is a total flip on the misogyny of a great director like Alfred Hitchcock. The only other director I can think of who could have pulled that scene off, ironically, is Alfred Hitchcock. What? Why? Why? Because he was the master of not showing anything. Uh, he would infer the Do you think she's a horror. big fan of Alfred could Hitchcock? Could be. And what's great is he's renowned for being a huge misogynist and a woman hater. And what's brilliant about this, she's taken Definitely. his skills as a director, flipped it on its, on its head. And when I came out of it, I said to the girls, that's top draw filmmaking. That scene is top draw filmmaking. If you had to home in on one scene in this film, that was so masterful. So masterful. She's, she's, I'm afraid to say, we didn't want to. No. Because we felt a bit jealous. <laughs> yeah. She's got really rich friends. Yeah, and got filmmaking. But fuck it, <laughs> she is seriously, seriously talented. Yeah. And we did go it? in with prejudice. What would you give We went in with prejudice about her name yeah, yeah, and her yeah. background and her contacts. Yeah, yeah, and true. I think it's really important that yeah. we challenge dogs. Yeah, 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 it's true. It's very true. So what would you give it? If you, if you, I know you hate scoring things, but if you had to score it, what would you give it? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I'd give it 98 out of 100, because I prefer the 100 thing. And I'll tell you why I wouldn't give it two. There was one moment where she really missed the beat, but I forgive it that. It was the oh, when your wife gets... Oh, okay. No, with, the mother, with, no, with, I... with the mother of, of, of her friends. It was such a that, that, that was a weak scene. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to have to go to nine and a No, no, I mean, I think that's one moment, but for me, it takes me to 98. It's quite a lot for you to take off for that one moment. Mm. She made it in 21 days, Mark, as well. Yeah. She's a genius. All right, 99. 99. Well, just I think that last one is a little bit jealous. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is. I just <laughs> wish I was Emerald Fennel. <laughs> <laughs> Please subscribe to the channel, guys, and have a look around because there's a whole lot of other stuff we do on here.
For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.